Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman. I'm a registered dietitian specializing in intuitive eating and health at every size. I'm also the founder of the Intuitive RD, a project that aims to provide weight-inclusive nutrition education through workshops, online courses, retreats, written content, and private counseling. Join me as we explore the foundations of the non-diet approach to health and wellness and chat with leading professionals in the field. Hey guys, welcome to episode 20 of Intuitive Bites. For the episode today, I'm talking with Brianna Campos, who is a licensed mental health counselor, um, and she's also has her own experience with having weight loss surgery herself in the past. Um, so we are discussing a lot today, um, basically how the worlds of you know the intuitive eating community and the post weight loss surgery community um, kind of don't do well meshing together and. Um, we really dig into that. But if you're not particularly interested in that topic, this episode still has a lot for you um, because we also talk a lot about just generally, um, you know, being inclusive in this um, intuitive eating health at every size space um, and really meeting people where they're at. Brianna does an amazing job, um, you know, just showing so much compassion for uh, where everyone's at on their journey. So what I mean by that is, you know, I have a lot of people that follow me that will make comments about, you know, I'm not ready to give up the pursuit of weight loss, or I really can't give up wanting to be in a thinner body, or, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still dieting, or I can't really give that up right now. Um, all these kinds of things. And I think sometimes people like that can feel like they have no space in the intuitive eating world. Um, and I want to make it really clear that there is space and you don't have to quote unquote do everything right and follow all the rules because th there aren't rules, right? Um, we're, we're here to fight for you, to, um, you know, to listen to you and to share our own experiences and our own kind of perspectives um, on all of this stuff. So we're here to support you. Again, Brianna does an amazing job of, of really diving into this. So um, this episode has something for everyone. Um, so I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Before I dive into this amazing episode, um, a couple of announcements. So first of all, I just announced that I'm hosting, um, co-hosting an intuitive eating and yoga retreat in Costa Rica in February. So the dates are the 1st to the 8th, which is a Friday to a Friday. Um, so it's about seven days. Um, it really includes everything in terms of food. There's like one day that food's not included, but we're going to be going out to a restaurant. Um, we're going to be doing, like I said, all things like intuitive eating. So learning a lot of stuff, doing workshops, um, doing different activities. Also talking a lot about like intentional movement, joyful movement, um, doing lots of yoga in an absolutely gorgeous space. I mean, it's, it's unreal. Um, you can look it up actually if you Google Costa Rica Yoga Spa. Um, and I think that, yeah, the website is just Costa Rica yoga spa.com. So you can also go there. Um, but it's a beautiful space. Um, and we're just going to be talking about all these amazing things. So if this is all, if this is at all of interest to you, um, you can reach out to me, message me, email me at, um, the intuitive RD at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, um, which is at the intuitive underscore RD. Um, and I'll give you more information. You can find the link on my, my bio and my Instagram and all of that. So 
check it out if you are at all interested in that that option, um, that opportunity. And I think that's all I have for you before getting into this episode. So um, let's go listen to my conversation with Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Thank you again so much for joining me today. Thank you, Kirsten. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so honored. Thank you for asking me. Oh, of course. I, you know, we talked a little bit off air, but I love talking about, you know, this kind of intersection between weight loss surgery and intuitive eating and, you know, the whole health at every size community. So any conversations I think that can be had around this are, are great. So um, with that being said, let me just kind of dive right in because, you know, my, my episodes are short and sweet, so I get yeah. right to the point. Um, tell me just about like your journey with, you know, um, your experience with weight loss surgery and kind of your journey into the intuitive eating world. Like how did that pan out for you? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a, it's such a great question. So, um, you know, I, I always say that I've lived life in a larger body. I have always been a bigger kid. Um, and I always saw it as something that I needed to overcome. Um, and I was 19 years old when I had weight loss surgery and at the, um, I don't know what the word is, but like the encouragement of family, of my doctor. Like I, I remember going to the doctors with like a list of questions of like, you know, what, like, like what are all the negative side effects that can come from it? And dismissed pretty much all of them. And so at 19 wow. years old, I had this, you know, this changing surgery. Now I, I had the, um, the lap band surgery, okay. which I don't even know if they do anymore to be honest. <clears throat> Not very much from my, from my experience. Yeah. No. And, and the thing was, so like my surgeon, he was like a, um, like he did like, uh, the gastric bypass. And I think he, like, I don't understand it all, but I think he learned the lap band and was like, Oh, I do lap band surgery. But I don't think he was like well-trained in how to do like post care for lap band surgery. Interesting. And so <clears throat> at the time I was in college and <clears throat> I remember my, <clears throat> my doctor being super dissatisfied with my results and I was losing weight, oh. but I was losing weight slowly. Now jump forward a little bit, <clears throat> 10 years, I am now diagnosed with um, an underactive thyroid and uh, like just so many other medical issues that <clears throat> they didn't flag back then. And, uh, and so he was, he was dissatisfied with my weight loss. And I always describe the, like the one time for me, the first time that I just, I don't know if the regret, but I just, I remember it was rage. Um, um, I came back, he filled up the band cause that's what they do. So the band goes around your stomach and they would fill it with this like liquid to to, to like tighten it so that you eat less, right? Because the premise is you're eating too much. And, um, I was driving home the morning after and I like, I took a sip of water and it was like, it was like a Brita filter. Everything got stuck in my chest and it was like, it would drip down. And I was like, all right, well maybe it'll pass. And after a week of not being able to eat or drink, I was like, this is, this is not good. So I, I drove back up um, here from college. He emptied the fluid out. And then I just never went back to him because I was so angry that he would do that to me. Like, and not listening to me that I had, you know, I believed I had changed my health habits and I was working really hard. And so, um, so I had left the band in for years and not working with it. 
-hmm. And I experienced so many, um, I call them casualties of having the surgery. Like the band was in the right place, you know, and if I, I actually had it checked out to make sure everything was right by a different doctor. And they're like, yeah, everything's in the right place. But, um, you know, again, I didn't get adequate, uh, like counseling on how to work with the band. And, um, uh, if I ate certain things, I would get very, very sick or I would get very uncomfortable. Um, and things like that you might not even think of, like, um, you know, I, I, is a trigger warning for anybody else, like, but just as a word, like, so for me, eating carrots was, uh, like, could be volatile for me. Um, like, it would just get stuck in my chest. And I remember, or shrimp, right? Things that you just wouldn't think could cause this reaction. And I remember, um, I was in graduate school at the time and I had eaten a piece of shrimp and I was, it was stuck for six hours. And I was, I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And, uh, so I went to a different doctor and I, I planned on getting it removed. And as I went in, like this doctor was trying to convince me to get another surgery. And I'm like, no, like I'm not interested. And, and at the time I still didn't know about health at every size and intuitive eating, but I just knew I was like, I know that I don't overeat and I know that this surgery caused all of these complications. No, I'm not, I'm not interested. And like she respected it, but she also did try to dissuade me. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and I also, you know, I, I'm very big in believing that like words have power. And she, she was like, well, I just want you to know you are going to gain weight. And, and I was like, Mm-mm, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not sowing that seed. And, uh, and so I, I sort of made it my mission to, figure out how to heal my relationship with food and my body without weight loss surgery. Um, wow. So yeah. you kind of came to that on your own, just like this idea that you just wanted to be relating to food better, whatever that meant. 100%. And, and the other issue too, is that I had, I had like some major digestive issues mm-hmm. after that. So I was like, I don't even know what the correlation of having the band removed. Like, I don't know what caused like the chicken or the egg. Yeah. I know like my family has digested, like it just, so I've come from like, like really restrictive diets, cutting out foods, like nothing was working. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. We're going to figure it out. And, but I knew I was like, I, I knew, and I've said since I was 16 years old, I'm not an overeater, but nobody believes me. <laughs> like I would say it and I'm like, I know that I'm not an overeater. I would, I worked at that time. I was working at an eating disorder clinic. And I was like, I know that I'm not an overeater yet for whatever reason, everybody believes I had an eating disorder because of, of my size. And so um, finding the right doctors who were working with me, I actually started seeing a dietitian who was helping me with my gastrointestinal issues and encouraging me not to cut out foods, right? Like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so I happened to stumble upon intuitive eating through the eating disorder clinic that I was working on, working at, which as an aside, I had been working there for two years. I had changed locations a couple of times and I had been actively dieting while at the clinics and never got flagged, never got anyone saying anything to me. Like now I'm like, oh my God, like how is that even possible? And so finally the last location that I was at, um, and I was, you know, my friend who was the dietitian, she's the one who introduced me to, um, 
Christy Harrison's podcast. Okay. And it, when I heard it, it was just like, it, I, I, I recall it like a come to Jesus moment. Like I heard it and I was like, this is everything that I have believed and known in my soul. Mm-hmm. But there just weren't words for it. And it was just, it was a total game changer for me. Oh my God. I feel exactly the same. Like, it's crazy. I can resonate with that so, so much. It's just, you're right. It just like clicks. It's not, it's to some extent, it almost doesn't feel like new information. It just feels right. like, Oh, okay. Yes. Like this person actually knows what I'm thinking or what, whatever. Exactly. Um, these concepts make so much sense. Um, I have so much to say about what you just said, but that was amazing. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, the first thing that's coming to mind, um, with like the eating disorder clinic and all of that, like it makes me think of like just how we talk about how, you know, body size really determines um, how we view somebody's relationship to food, um, yeah. essentially, or even just like whether or not they have, could have an eating disorder mm-hmm. or whether or not their restrictive behaviors are problematic, right? Like if right. someone's in a larger body, restrictive eating behaviors are just like, oh, they're just dieting and doing what's healthy for them. Right. But the same exact behaviors in someone who is of a particular size that, you know, some random person deemed unhealthy, um, you're too small or whatever, like Mm -hmm. that is going to be somebody that should be getting treatment for an eating disorder. 100%. I don't know. Are you familiar with the, the term cognitive dissonance? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So for, for the listeners who don't know what it is, cognitive dissonance is this concept where it's like what you're saying isn't matching up with what you're doing, right? And so I would be running body image groups with girls who were afraid to eat a certain food and I'm telling them that it's okay. Meanwhile, I'm cutting that out of my diet and I'm like, I really struggled with it. And I'm like, man, like how how is this okay? And knowing that like I was missing something, but because I'm in a larger body, nobody ever questioned that what I was doing wasn't the right thing to be doing or that, you know, and so even that, like that restriction piece, my, like my quote overeating came from restriction. It was like, because I was not eating enough during the day that I would quote, feel out of control with food later on. And now that I'm properly nourishing my body or I properly listen to my body, that's dissipated, you know? Yes. And so it's, ah, uh, it's mind blowing. It really is. Oh my God. That's crazy. Um, okay. Let me, let me ask you more questions. Go for um, it. I'm trying to think back to what you were talking about with, um, working with the, the team. So let me just ask you this. So, so have you, you haven't gone back to the clinic at all since they emptied out your band? Uh, so, so I, uh, they emptied out my, my lap band and I had to go back a couple of times because food got significantly stuck. So he had to prescribe a medication to make it unstuck, but then I had the band removed and then I haven't been back since. Okay. Got it. Got it. So yeah, let me, so you got introduced into intuitive eating with the food psych podcast and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like, like, I don't know, thinking back to like kind of the, I guess, mindset or the philosophy given to you at the, you know, bariatric surgery clinic. Um, and then thinking about the, the mindset of intuitive eating, like what was it like going from yeah. one to the other for you? Oh my God. It, uh, like night and day, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like essentially, right. Uh, even when I was talking to the doctor about removing the band, she wanted me to keep the band in and work with her instead of the other doctor I had worked with. Cause she's like, well, I don't think you have proper nutrition counseling on what you can eat with the band. And with 
lap, like lap band surgery, it's just very restrictive. Like there's a lot of things you can't eat. You can't eat quickly. You know, the way she described it was like, um, it's like, think of your body like an hourglass now, and you could only eat things that can turn to sand, like anything that you can crush down small enough to get through. And now when I say it, I'm like, Oh my God. Horrifying. I know. Like, like I could, I just, I could never, you can, like my, my baseline is that it would never be okay for my most anorexic or disordered patient. Mm -hmm. Why was it okay for me? You know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so then, then entering into this world of, I can eat, whatever my body wants. Like I really struggled with that. Like, so I heard this and I was like, wait, I love this, but hold on. I don't understand. (laughs) And I remember working with my dietitian. I was like, wait, so I can eat whatever I want. She was like, yes. And I was like, but what if I want X, Y, and Z? And she was like, (laughs) that's okay. And you know, like there's this concept or this conception that, you know, I'm just going to eat junk food all day, every day. And like my body, my body is so smart. My body tells me when I need vegetables and when I need fruit. And you know, like it's, it's just crazy to me how smart my body is. And I don't have to listen to, you know, a doctor or a program or whatever it is to tell me how to feed my body. Like she'll do it for me. Right. Exactly. And it's so interesting you say that. Cause I feel like so many people say that, right? Like the, about the concept of like, if I just allow myself all the foods, I'm just going to eat all the foods and all the quote unquote bad foods or whatever all the time and whatever, um, like play foods or whatever you want to call them. Right. Yes. Um, but I think that like, that is, that is that belief alone, that concept that's been like distributed or brainwashed into us. Like that is what keeps us stuck. Like that, that fear of, Oh my God, I can't let myself, I can't loosen up this control. If I loosen up this control, I'll be, you know, running, all around crazy but the reality is that that belief is making us crazy (laughs) that is on point (laughs) yeah it's just like so wild when you see it you're like holy crap like what have I been doing to myself yeah right absolutely absolutely oh okay um so let's let me ask you this so how I'm really passionate about you know bringing this message of intuitive eating health at every size like self-care taking care of your body whatever size your you know body you're in right now um mm-hmm. to people who have had weight loss surgery or mm-hmm. considering weight loss surgery or whatever um how do you think that that community and the intuitive eating community like how do you think that that they mesh together right now like do you think that it's hard for people who have had weight loss surgery to come into this world yeah that's that's such a great question and i, I have so many thoughts i think you know I, I try to think back to when i was 19 and I had made this decision. Like I didn't care if anybody was going to dissent from what I was going to do. I was going to do this thing. And there were probably a lot of ulterior motives that I I wouldn't share on a podcast. Um, But just, it was totally a self-esteem issue. And the problem was I said all the right things. Right. And I like, uh, up until now, I'm almost 30, right? That I would say like, oh, I'm doing this for health. I'm doing this because I I want to be healthy, right? It was never about, I want to be loved. I want to be respected. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel gratified in a thinner body. Like 
that that was obviously the underlying for me, but it, it was never what was on the service. And and as a quick aside, I'll tell a quick story. I'm also like how, like, it wasn't just like one day, you know, like, oh, all of a sudden I love my body. Like I had been chipping away at this body image, you know, in therapy for, for months, like years. And I was working with a therapist and, you know, I told her at the time I was like on a diet and I was like, I want to be healthy. And she said, well, what does healthy mean for you? And I said, it means that I'm, you know, you know, now I would call it joyful movement, but I'm exercising, you know, daily and I'm eating healthy foods. And she said, okay, so then you're healthy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I also need to be thin. And she was like, but that's not what you describe as health. So that was another time where I'm like, wait a minute. Like, okay. So that's, I said that was like, my goal was health, but then why is the thinness so important? What people have to remember, you know, I would say in the the health at every size and intuitive eating world is that if you are not in a larger body, you don't understand. You don't understand the pain or the shame, the assumptions that are made about your body. So I don't judge anybody who says to me, I'm having weight loss surgery because I get it. Like I have been there. I know how much it sucks that you know, I know even up, even while I was doing my career, I felt like people don't take me seriously because of my body. Like that's, oh man, that is just embedded and ingrained in the culture of society. And so I, I, won. I don't, I don't judge. I, you know, we say this, I say this thing in counseling, but I like meeting people where they're at, you know, and, and body image is not just about liking your body it's so much deeper than that it is it is it is a deep self-esteem issue and and i think that the way that sometimes the body positive and health at every size is that you know that everybody has to think one way and i've talked a lot with beth summers about this too but it's how do we meet people where they are rather than where we want them to be you know, how yes. do we learn to love people no matter where they are in their journey? Because what happens is if we say, oh, well, you can't be on a diet or you can't be doing this and be in the BOPO community, mm-hmm. then anybody who's had weight loss surgery is essentially not welcome because then forever, they, they, it's not even a choice at that point. They've already done the thing that has altered their body. And so I, I just think that the way that we make space for everybody. Like I always think of it like at the table, right? We make space for people at the table by holding true to your convictions. You can have your beliefs and you can share why, but also be willing to sit and listen to other people because if you've never walked in someone else's shoes, you don't get it. And, and, and even just as like, right at 19 years old, my doctor thought this was a great idea. Like now I would question his practice. Like, I'd be like, are you, are you crazy? So, but when you're getting it from every angle, I, I've shared a little bit about this too on my, my page, but I, I'm, I had a panic attack two weeks ago before I went to the doctor mm-hmm. and I'm a mental health counselor. I am, you know, all of these things, these credentials, and it's because of the trauma of having gone to the doctor for years and being, you know, chastised and being, you know, shamed my body size. So it's real. The pain that people feel is real. Um, and then I would say what 
how, I mean, I love what you do and I love how you are informed um, for people who have had weight loss surgery because I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough of a liaison between, between the worlds. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think what you do and, you know, even having your course, I just think that's so important. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm so glad that you just shared all of that because it is so important. And I, I want to jump back and say that I am with you a hundred percent that like, like you said, like I do not judge anyone um, for, for making this decision for themselves and, you know, body, body autonomy is a thing and it's real. And I, I shared a post a while back on my Instagram that I can't remember exactly what it was, but the essential, the, the idea behind it was like, I don't, I'm not against the person who pursues weight loss. I'm not yeah. against, I'm not against weight loss in general. I'm not against, um, and in this case, like I'm not against somebody who, you know, is pursuing weight loss surgery or who has weight yeah. loss surgery. Like not at all, at all. I am fighting for you. I'm mm. with you. I'm, and I, again, like you said, like, I want to hear your story. I want to hear everyone's story. And you're right. Like I can't, no one can like live in the shoes of everyone else. And we need mm -hmm. to be listening. Um, right. So I think that I'm just so glad that you, you put that out there because it's, I, I think sometimes people feel like, I don't know, like that, um, that because they've had, like you said, like they're not welcome into the community because they've had this surgery that was body altering or whatever. Right. Um, right. I'm not against any one person. We are all swimming in this culture, living around with all of these right. concepts, like in, you know, being bombarded with them on a daily basis. And I, you know, it, it, it's only makes sense that, you know, we would be impacted and influenced by them. And um, 100%. there's so much pain that's involved in hearing these messages when you go to the doctor from your family members, from people you love, you right. know, coming at you from all directions. So um, right. I just want to make that clear and kind of emphasize that as well. Um, Absolutely. And if I could just say quickly, please. I think that uh, I, and I, I, I know I struggle with this too, because it's like, I mean, when I started talking about, you know, uh, health and size and being on my page, I had friends and family who would reach out to me and be like, Hey, I'm on this diet. So I know that doesn't really go along with what you're saying. So, you know, that's why I'm not commenting or anything. And I'm like, like, I want you to feel welcome too. Like, yeah, you can be like, this is your life. I can't tell you what steps to take, but, and my, and I always come back to right. Like of just what is my purpose. And I just want people to know that regardless, you do your diet. That's fine. If you have to do it for whatever reason, I disagree. We can disagree and we can still talk and, and, you know, you can still follow me. You can still, you know, hear my message, but ultimately I believe that you don't have to change your body to learn how to love it. And I know it because I'm living it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my Thank gosh. You. I just, I love your perspective and I Thank love you. that you're like the way that you're talking about it, that, you know, um, even if you're dieting, even if you're pursuing weight loss, even if blah, 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 you've had weight loss surgery, doesn't matter. Like, come listen, come chat with me. Let's discuss. Let me hear you. Let you hear me like whatever. Like that's so important because you're right. Like, I think that in this intuitive eating, you know, health every size world, we get so excited and so passionate about our message right, that right. I think sometimes it's so overwhelming for people and it's not meeting people where they're at always. And right. I, I hear that. So I think that that's so right. important that you're talking about that. 
Right. I, my, my, I, Molly B counseling always says this. She's like, diet culture doesn't get that too. Right. Like diet culture is very exclusive. It's very, you know, us versus them. It's very, it's very like, it's like the mean girls and you're not welcome. Like I want us to be the opposite. I want us to be the nerdy. Anybody can sit with us. We like, we're the theater people. We love everybody. We are just, we are, we, we want everybody to feel welcome to sit with us. Even if you're not taking from what we're taking, I mean, yeah. We're, 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 we have more fun. We eat cupcakes, but that's fine. <laughs> Everybody is welcome. And that's, I think that's, that's the message I want to drive home. Oh my God. I'm so excited for everyone to hear this episode. Cause this is awesome. Um, okay. So let's wrap it up, but okay. tell me, like, tell me, I don't know, just like uh, your kind of last minute thoughts or kind of what message you would give to somebody who's listening right now, who has had weight loss surgery or who is considering it or whatever, like, what do you want them to know uh, about your experience or what, what advice do you have for them right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I guess, I guess if, 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 if you could know anything, it is that you are worthy of love and belonging as you are today, no matter if you are in a larger body or if you are, you know, in a smaller body, if you have had weight loss surgery or not, that love and belonging are essential to self-actualization and self-love and, and that you don't have to qualify or do anything to deserve that. You deserve that right now. And so I hope that you find in Kirsten and in myself advocates for you in this community. Ooh, I love that so much. I'm going to quote that one. On I love it. Um, <laughs> thank um, you, Kirsten. Yeah, thank you so much, Brianna. This has been such a great episode, and um, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor. It's been so much fun talking, too. I know. We'll have to do it again soon. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you. All right, guys, that is episode 20. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, and just to throw it out there again, in case you missed it at the beginning of the episode, um, I do want to just um, reiterate again that I just announced my... Um, my intuitive eating and yoga retreat in Costa Rica for February 2019. Um, so it's February 1st to the 8th. Um, lots more details available uh, on my Instagram page or you know you could reach out to me and send me an email and I'll give you all the information. Um, but it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be awesome. So if you have any interest in joining, um, let me know and we'll chat about it. All right, guys, I hope you have a good week and I'll talk to you soon.